Welcome back to Changing the Times. I'm your host, Josh Dacia, alongside my colleague, David Ulack. David, week 16 is over. We are in the final week of the regular season, and there is so much to be decided. Whether the road through the NFC will go through Green Bay, Seattle, or even New Orleans. You've got teams that all have, all have 10 uh, potential, they have either more than uh, double-digit wins in Indianapolis and Tennessee and Cleveland the, and, and possibly Miami. They could all be bounced out with, along with Baltimore. There's so much to decide, but the best part is the NFL decided to say, hey, the NFC East has been the worst division in football. And instead of ending it early, we are going to end it with the last game on Sunday night because that just kind of sums up 2020, putting the, putting the game that could decide whether the Washington football team and their new walk-on quarterback, Taylor Heineke, is going to take them to the playoffs, or you're going to see either the New York Giants or the Dallas Cowboys start. David, before we bring in Spencer and Vince, where do you want to begin? I think it's just um, amazing last Sunday. You had um, the Packers look utterly dominant against the Tennessee Titans. One, I thought one of my storylines that just – I think Aaron Rodgers kind of where all year was kind of maybe – Mahomes was in the driver's seat for MVP. I think Aaron Rodgers literally took the MVP last week and sealed it for himself. I think a major storyline. And kind of this resurgence of the Dallas Cowboys slowly here, kind of silently off in the wind. You know, they're 6-9. and nine, And this week, they, if they beat the Giants and if the football team loses, the team that was for dead could make the playoffs in the NFC least. Spencer, thanks for joining us early, early Wednesday morning. We appreciate you getting up. Your thoughts on the week that was and what's ahead? Yeah, I mean, this week was it, it, it was very eye-opening uh, this week. I, I would say that, that the main storyline is just the complete choke job of, of, of Washington. It, it, it was a week of chokes. You also had the... Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski throws the ball 53 times. He does not establish a running game. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts blow a lead to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So a lot of missed opportunities that were out there uh, this week. So it's just really an incredibly interesting week. Vince, we bring you in as the quarterback guru. Obviously our pick six uh, guy. He threw, he threw quite a few pick sixes last <laughs> week in your pick six. <laughs> We'll dive into that later. Your thoughts on week 16 and what, and what we can expect in week 17. Yeah, uh, Washington. I mean, it just it just shows you how bad the NFC East really is. <laughs> on a silver platter right there. And they didn't they didn't take it. Um, you know, Carolina was up, weren't they? I think they were up 20 nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. And they kind of ran away with it. Really wasn't a game, was it? No, I and I mean it was just a debacle and the Dwayne Haskins thing. They're not helping. They're not helping themselves out. It's a shame. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, I was. I thought tennis in terms of Tennessee and uh, Green Bay. I thought Tennessee was going to put up a better fight than that. But I think uh, Rogers is the MVP there, um, no question. Uh, and I also think the Chiefs seem bored. Okay, that's a fair assessment too. Yeah, I, I mean they they were they were right right there in it with Atlanta at the end. Um, all right, you know, let's stay on the NFC East because obviously it's, you know, we all live in the Northeast and it's a division that's been the worst division in football. In fact, I saw a stat the other day uh, that whoever wins the NFC, because it's obviously not the Eagles, they've been eliminated, but the Washington football team, the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys all started off 2-7. and seven. It'll be the first time 
in 260 team, uh, I, I guess teams started off two and they'll be the first team to go start off at two and seven and get there into the playoffs. So guys, I know we're going to pick six later, but from David, from you, let's start off with you from your perspective. Does Andy Dalton and the Cowboys have the best opportunity to win this? Or do you think it's Daniel Jones and the New York Giants or Ron Revere is going to spin a miracle Sunday night and pull it all off? Well, I mean, the, the Eagles motivation will be of question. I mean, that's something you might find out right away. I still think that the Washington football team has, in theory, the best chance to pull off because all they have to do is win and they're in, so there is no other variable. So it's not like the Cowboys where and the Giants where they need to win and you need Washington to lose. But to me, the, the Cowboys are right now the best team in the NFC East, and it's probably not even close. Spencer. Yeah, I, you know, as a Giants fan, I, I think it's pathetic that, you know, that they're even still in it. Um, well, any of them, all four teams. The mere fact that they were, all four teams had a chance to be in the playoff positions. Hey, Spencer, answer the question. The Giants don't deserve it. The Cowboys, it's either the – I think the Cowboys are going to win the game, and they really deserve to go in. Um, so, I don't Spencer, know. Spencer, are you going to answer Taylor, the question? Taylor Heineke, I, I think the Eagles are still motivated with this quarterback. Doug Peterson needs a win to keep his job. It's Sunday night. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Washington, and, and the, Cow, the Cowboys have the best chance. Vince? I think that I think Dallas has the best chance, but personally, I want, I don't, I, I want Washington. Uh, if Washington moves on the playoffs, I'm rooting for him. If Dallas moves on, I'm not rooting for Dallas. Uh, sorry. But uh, I will say this. I uh, think it's a- I just got a text from Jerry Jones on how hurt he is that Vince won't be rooting for them in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll say I'll say this to you. Honestly, from an Eagles perspective and a fan, I do hope the Washington football team does win. I think it shows great leadership from Ron Rivera that, you know, he took a quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. He caught him. He should have cut him a week before, obviously going out and, you know, going to the strippers carry more than COVID. We know that sometimes. Um, and uh, and I, from an Eagles perspective, I want them to lose because I wanted I want them to clean house. I really do. Whether they'll do that or not, I have many questions. You know, there's as an Eagles fan, you have many questions leading into the off season. Whether Howie Roseman's gone, whether Doug Peterson's gone, who the quarterback is for next year, uh, the status of Carson Wentz. I mean, there's so many. Uh, Jim Schwartz has been terrible. Um, you know, he doesn't make any adjustments. So. Let the blame game and, and get ready for the draft begin as soon as the game's over. I wish it was, I wish the game was being played at 10 o'clock in the morning instead of 8 o'clock Sunday night, personally. But. New York, Dallas, and Washington, I think, next year are in a better position to win than Philly. I hate to say that. I oh, think – I mean, you got to remember, New York Giants still have Barkley. Mm-hmm. He's – Spencer's not a fan of Barkley. <laughs> What? No, no, I, 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 I liked Barkley. I mean, I mean Wayne Gall. Liked. I, 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 I want Saquon to fulfill his potential, start, start winning games, but a lot of it has been the line. So yeah, you need to stop dancing in the backfield. But I mean, the Giants. I, I, I want them to get a top five pick because I, I think it's a little pathetic that Giants fans are going to be begging for the Eagles to help them out. It's just, it's a horrible look for Giants fans. I really believe that. Okay, David. Any final thoughts on that? Because you're a Giants fan as well. Will you be begging? You any time you have a chance to win a division, you you take it. You know, as as a as a Giants fan, I want the Giants to win. As a fan, you don't want to see them lose. But you know, some fans always just love the whole tank and the drop draft process. So you know, 
Uh, you wanted, uh, that's not true, David. You wanted them to uh, get Chase Young last year. You were disappointed when they beat Washington. Hey, hey, hey. They didn't have a chance to win the division last year. <laughs> okay. All right. Valid point. One thing I will say about tanking, which I absolutely love, Carolina Panthers uh, head coach Matt Rule blasted the Carolina reporter who said, you know, you guys win, you defeat Washington, you hurt your draft status. And he goes, I was a, I was a football coach at Temple. And, and when they were ta- when the Sixers were tanking, and how's that worked out? How many banners? So the, tough. Yeah, well, and he is. Let me tell you something. He's a Penn Stater, so I always root for him. Yep. David, I know you have close ties. I know you have close ties to the Tepper family. I'm sure you'd appreciate. They would appreciate that sentiment too. Yeah, one one in ten, and, and then what? And then he was almost beating Notre Dame on Halloween. All right, so here here's an interesting scenario. Obviously, we just touched on the NFC East. Let's talk about the. AFC wild card or playoff scenario picture. Okay, here you got five teams competing for essentially. Um, one of these teams is not going in. Either it's going to be Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, or Indianapolis. Let me break down the scenarios, and you guys tell me how it's going to work out. All right, Tennessee is in with a win over Houston and a loss by either the Rams, the Colts, or the Browns. All right, Miami is in with a win at Buffalo or a loss by the Ravens, Browns, or Colts. Baltimore is in with a win over Cincinnati, or a loss by Indianapolis or Cleveland. Cleveland is in with a win against Pittsburgh, and a loss by Tennessee, uh, and, and a Baltimore win, a win and a, a loss by Tennessee, and an Indy win, and a, a, a Cleveland win, and a Tennessee loss at and a Miami win. And then Indianapolis, they have pretty much the easiest route, it seems to be. They win against Jacksonville and they're in, and they also need either Baltimore, Miami, or the Browns to lose. Who's got the best scenario? I know that's a lot. We can break it down individually. Where do you want to start, Vince? Um, like you said, I think Indy has the best scenario. I really like Tennessee's scenario right now just because I think the Dolphins winning at Buffalo is going to be tough. Okay. Um, Browns and Steelers, I mean, that is – I don't I know think- I don't know about the Browns, Steelers. I don't know in the first half. I mean, they should have probably lost that game. So I think uh, Indy and Tennessee, two easiest scenarios there. Well, I I, I disagree. Um, Indianapolis still is the team that doesn't control their own destiny with the win they're in. They need other people to lose. So if everybody wins and, and Indy wins, they're not in. Correct. Um, well, well, um, the Ra- the Ravens, I think the the Ravens and the Titans probably to me, because when you're in and those two teams have the easiest games. How about Cleveland? Isn't Cleveland winning their in? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but they also need they also need Tennessee to lose. They're playing the worst quarterback in the NFL. You know, a guy in Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett's going to be out for vengeance again. Oh yeah. And Mason Rudolph, I don't think that there's any chance really that Mason Rudolph can win. Now Tennessee has to go to Houston. Houston has everything to play for. They're they're not. They have no draft pick. Deshaun Watson. I mean, that game went to overtime. That's not going to be an easy game to beat Deshaun Watson at Houston. So, and if you saw JJ Watt after the game, he basically went off and basically said, "You know what? These people they've always rallied behind us. Our fans. You know we." Whoever everyone needs to come and play Sunday, you know, I think it's extremely important. And I remember they have had a tough year. The Boston head coach, tremendous. Uh, so 
Uh, David, so who's your – so you think – you're saying uh, if you had to – if you basically what team's out? Who do you think is going to be out? I think uh, – I, I think come Sunday, I think the Dolphins will be out. Wow. Spencer? I completely agree because Buffalo's on a tear right now. And then I have the Colts winning – the Browns, so it's Colts, Browns, and then Tennessee. <laughs> so basically, and the, and the Raven, the Ravens, the, Raven, the Ravens make it too. So basically, well, you're don't, saying, don't, I, don't worry about that. Basically, what I said, four teams are how many teams can we pick out of the four? Well, the, the, the Titans and the what's it called? The Titans are in the balance with the division, and then yeah. three wild cards. Yeah, so basically all you need, Spencer, what team's out? You're saying Miami. You're going with David. You're saying Miami. Yes, Miami's dead. Vince. Miami. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, at Buffalo. Uh, but Bill's Mafia, they might break into the stadium if they're allowed in, if they're allowed around it. I mean, Buffalo, well, I think, is going to explode in the next few years. So, All right, all right let's stay with Miami. Yeah. Brian Flores and his rookie quarterback gets pulled out late in the game. Which pool, who, who got pulled out? Tua Tungabailoa. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, good job, coach. I need a mirror. I'm working with a linguistics coach every day. You know, Tua Tungabailoa. Tuactosinoacoli. I can say that word. You know, that's a microbial barrier that's on a suture that Ethicon uh, uses. So, anyway, okay. So, you're Brian Flores. Do you agree with what he's doing while he's shuffling the quarterbacks, David? And bringing in, you know, the, the season back. Let's be honest, may have had the play of the year with, with that throw. Um, Ryan, do you uh, agree? With I, I have a hard time questioning anything Coach Flores does. I mean, I mean, is it conventional? No. Is it what everybody's used to? No. But hey, g- gave them the chance to win, and they did. Obviously, Tua was struggling, and the reason I don't have a problem with it is because, with no hesitation. You know, right after the game, two is our starter. So I think everybody knows where they stand. I think Patrick knows that Tua is struggling, that he he could be coming in for him, and Tua Tua knows the deal right now. And while you're developing a young quarterback, you also are going after a wild card at a playoff spot. So you're giving your your team the other fifty one guys the best chance to. And that locker room, the best chance to go to a playoff, but I have a hard time saying he's been wrong. Spencer? Yeah, completely. I, I do agree because Fitzy is done. He's not a threat past this year. Now, now it is a threat. You know, they are going to have the high pick from Houston, and Tua might be a little nervous to see what the GM does. And I want to quit on a quarterback five five games in or seven games into a season in which he's winning the majority of his games. But Fitzy is going to retire after this year. You now, know that for a fact? Have you talked to Ryan? <laughs> Ryan. Well, Ryan is not going to be – I doubt it would be back with Miami, uh, even if he performs very well. You don't uh, think that he just uh, – he's playing at a high level. I would say that him – for first of all, and Spence, you know this as a quarterback – for him to, you know, sit sitting there and almost wait and say, okay, and then goes in and finds a rhythm because I watched that game. I'm disappointed I fell asleep. But, like, when I loved it. Obviously, I had the Raiders the entire time. You and I picked the Raiders. And when Tua was in there, I was like, great, he stinks. Okay, he's not doing anything. He's not moving the ball. I, and I, I was hoping that this was going to continue. But Fitzpatrick goes in and the magic comes back. 
you can't be serious in thinking that, that he's just going to hang us up after this year. Hey, Spencer. Coach, the one thing about Fitzpatrick, he's never, he had a chance to make the playoffs when he was in his prime and he, and he choked every single time. And in fact, when he was the Tampa Bay quarterback, he couldn't even keep Jameis Winston from, from playing. So you're thinking Ryan Fitzpatrick's this great quarterback and Vince, here's the thing for Carson Wentz. How did it help out keeping Nick Foles around? It's not good. You got to rip the band-aid off and send Fitzy away. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's a it's very tough when you're subbing in like a quarterback like that. You have a rookie quarterback, and the older you get, like it's easier in high school, it's a little bit easier in college. But we're in the NFL, those are elite guys. And for Coach Flores to do that in a in a very tight game. Shows that, you know, it tells Tua, hey, you know, you better get better um, in the future or, you know, we're going to cut you loose. And it and he felt confident in that, you know, the, the backup, essentially, Fitzpatrick can just go right in and make plays. And that's the thing. You know, it's it's not necessarily like, oh, I, you know, this guy needs to do this play for me. It's what guy can make plays right now. And, you know, it's a, it's a gut feeling sometimes, um, you know, I've seen it, I've been there as a coach, you know, putting, you know, collaborating with the head coach in, in the, at halftime, you know, trying to put a guy in it's like, what guy makes the pl- most plays, not necessarily what guy can, you know, throw for this many yards or can run this particular play who can make the play. And Fitzpatrick did. So, so Vince, I guess my question is this. If you're yeah. if you're Flores, all right, you, this is obviously a big week. You're gonna start Tua, but you got to be thinking like if if you're Tua, don't you think if I struggle the first couple of series and I'm down early, that I, all of a sudden, oh, here comes Ryan, you know, save the day up, up in up in Buffalo, you know, where he's had success as a Bills quarterback, Spencer. Mm-hmm. You, you make you make your first ten fit to twenty plays for Tua. You hope for not hope for the best, but you set him up for you know success. Knowing that, you know, it's in to see how he is. And if he doesn't score his first two drives, don't cut him loose because it's a team full team game in the end. But if he's struggling, Fitzpatrick, second half. All right. So, with that said, and then we're jumping into a little bit. Okay. Let's say he struggles. Okay. They're down early in midway throw and Flores goes with it. They win the game. Are you starting Ryan Fitzpatrick in the wild card weekend? I would. Spencer? Yes, this is Ryan's. This is Ryan's year. Um, I said after the offseason, I cut him no matter what. But for this for this year, and even Fitzy, Fitzy's going to have a good chance to to come in. You know, early in this game, I think in the first quarter, actually. All right, David, I'm sorry. I I, I I disagree with that. I don't think Fitzpatrick will be in the first quarter. I agree with Spencer or right, David. I agree with that. I think they're going to have to see some time. Okay, David, I'm going to ask you this question. The Jacksonville, thanks to the you know, New York Jets continuing to be on a winning streak late in the season, okay? The Jacksonville Jaguars have locked up the uh, number one overall pick in the 2021 draft. So my question is this. They're playing Indianapolis. Indianapolis really wants this game. Do you think the guys in Jacksonville are going to play with some pride and actually make this a battle, or do you think they're just going to roll over? I think they've been playing with pride. I don't think any of them have been tanking. They just suck. <laughs> like, like okay. Coach, come on. Yeah. Like, well, like, so you're telling me this team has been tanking or just a bad team? They're just a bad team. I'm just saying that, okay. you know, they're well, just they're, like, they're playing with pride. They, they, their pride gets them – it's like the high school football team from the small town out in the in rural, whatever, the, uh, the big bad boys come in. 
we're all in 11 and we they're still going to get their brains beat in this weekend with a lot of pride. I agree with you. Okay. With their heads held high. Okay. All right. Let's, let's go to the NFC. Okay. You're going to have the uh, Jared Goffless LA Rams, who's now going to be starting AAF quarter, starting quarterback, John Wolford in a meaningful game where they need to win against Kyler Murray and the Arizona. Can you show John Walford some damn respect and talk about his days at Wake Forest? David, you are more than welcome to. Go ahead. I knew he was Wake Forest. Uh, I mean, AAF, I'm just saying, at least refer to the guy from where he went to school. He was he graduated in 2018. He's been in the league two years. He's a graduate. And yes, that's something we all aspire to see you as a gra- college graduate. We exactly. all are rooting for him. Exactly. This guy's a smart quarterback. He beat Christian Hackenberg and Mike Singletary, I believe, in the in the Alliance League. And you look at Wofford, he's going to give them a chance to win. Maybe even better than Jared Goff. All right. All right. So the other <laughs> maybe even better than Jared Goff. Well, That's I will fun. say I will say this. Jared Goff, again, has proven, David, that you don't give $35 million a year to a quarterback, as far as I'm concerned. Especially from California. <laughs> Unless he's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, or Josh Allen. <laughs> all underrated. Brady, Rodgers, Allen. All oh. underrated quarterback. Two-star, three-star guys. Not the project yet. Not Darnold. All right, David. Chicago, Chicago uh, with a win, potentially denies Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers from getting, uh, getting the home field advantage. Uh, what's your thoughts? Do they can do it? Mitchell Kavirsky is by, by far playing great right now. He really is. That's good. I mean, so, someone really questioned, you know, your your judgment on great, but that's 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 for you. Um, anyway, um, it's a low bar. It's a yeah. Well, yeah. I think low low is low is fair right there. Um, I think that they do. They have a chance. They they're, they're at home. I don't see them being the Packers, a motivated Packers team, but they have a chance. Sure. Okay. Spencer, what's more likely to happen? Chicago, uh, Seattle having home field advantage, the New Orleans Saints having home field advantage, or the Green Bay Packers? Have to go with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, I just remember Aaron Rodgers hitting Randall Cobb on that fourth and five play to beat Jay Cutler um, with the Chicago Bears. And, the Bears in this situation, they've never really come through against the Green Bay Packers ever. I'm really hoping for Trubisky. I think it's kind of an amazing story of, of him coming back and, and showing that resurgence a little bit and for Matt Nagy, but I, I'm afraid that the Packers are going to win. Vince, who's, who's, who's going to have home field advantage in the NFC East after this week? Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay, they're just rolling. Division game, so guys are going to be hyped for that. Um, so talking about the Bears, you know, thinking about it, you know, they gave Trubisky, uh, you know, another chance, and he's making plays. It's good to see, like I talk about making plays. Like, is he a better quarterback than Nick Foles and Fox? Yes and no. I think Foles can make better throws. He throws in different depth. But Nick Trubisky makes a lot of plays, and it is nice to see that, like Spencer said, that resurgence. So I think he's saving Nagy's job, um, but the Packers, are, uh, they're a freight train right now. They're like Bama football. They really are. Well, you know, Vince, it was Bill Lazor that's now calling plays. Uh, so Bill Lazor's the new OC there. Local guy, also local guy. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and he's hitting all these slants. He's just so decisive now, Trubisky. Mm-hmm. And he can move around. He's I, I've I've really believed in, in Mitch. And he just, I mean, it was all mental. It was horrible plays. They treated him like a toddler. They didn't give him any responsibility. Yeah. So I'm, and, I'm happy. <laughs> they're, and they're, I mean, yeah. their offense, besides the quarterback, who else? Yeah, yeah they're running back okay. I mean, yeah, Alan Robinson's a pretty good receiver. Montgomery's always underachieved, and finally he's getting 100 yards a game. Jimmy yeah. Graham? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. So here's here, uh, here's here. here. We're going to talk a little bit about this. Before, but before we do this, I'm going to dive into my stat of the week. This running back surpassed 16,000 yards and joined an elite company in Emmett Smith and Walter Payton. Vince, who am I talking about? 16, uh, Frank Gore. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Didn't even have to think about it, Vince. Wow. Uh, Frank Gore. All right, Spencer. You this barely heard that question, too. Spencer, this one's for you. This wide receiver became the third wide receiver in NFL history to catch more than 100 passes and 16 touchdowns in a season. Who am I talking about? Stephon Diggs. Wrong. Ooh, Spencer, 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 Spencer. David, you know it? The Hopkins. Nope. I know who it so is. 16 is wide receiver? Yes, sir. Well, 16 and what? And over 116 over 16 touchdowns and 100 yards, uh, 100 passing uh, receptions. Passing receptions, okay. I, I, mean, yeah, I think it's Devontae Adams. Bang. Okay, can you guys name the other two? I will say this. I'll give you a hint. They did play together, okay? And they both are Hall of Famers. Mar- Marvin Harris and Reggie Wayne. No. T.O. Oh. And? Mar- Jay Rice. No. Oh. Okay, Vince, you want to crack at this or no? Wait, hold on. They played together. Is it Owens and Rice? No. No, it's not. So it didn't not. happen. No, Rice. No, it's not Rollins or Rice. That's out, okay? Uh... <laughs> Now they both both they didn't do it in the same season, but uh, they've done it. But they did play together. Ah, Des Bryant and wrong. Never mind. Okay, it's Chris 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 Carter. There you go, Chris Carter, Randy Moss. Oh, I, I was like confused. I'm like because I thought you because well, you kept on saying you said Terrell Owens was the right answer. I didn't say Terrell Owens was wrong. I said wrong yep. the entire time. Uh, no. Yes, yeah, you, you said Terrell Owens and like as yeah, if Terrell but, uh, Owens I was waiting for the other. I was okay. That's throwing people off there. No, you said Terrell Owens was correct. No, I never said he was correct. I never said he was correct. You go back to the tape. You go back to the tape, coach. You're going to be embarrassed because you said Terrell Owens and Yeah, because I was waiting for the other person because both of them were wrong anyway. Crawford's coming after you, coach. All right, here we go. Coach, I'm just going to explain this to you while you're trying to justify your wrongness. When you say Terrell Owens and you're saying you are inferring. I am inferring. You're right. I'm inferring. You are inferring that Terrell Owens and the potential next person are the right answer. All right. I'm inferring, but I'm not acknowledging that it's the right answer. Okay. There you are, Coach. Coach, you're wrong. Here we go. Here we go. Biggest Freddie Mitchell. It's okay, Coach. You can be wrong. Yeah. I was inferring. I didn't acknowledge. You did. Biggest surprise team of the year, Vince. Uh, oof. okay, Spencer, biggest surprise <laughs> team of the year. I don't know. San Francisco 49ers. Why? 
because this was a team that got to the Super Bowl. You had Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you had Sherman and Bosa. I thought that they would be dominant again. They were on the doorstep of a championship, and uh, and and they failed miserably. David, surprise. Spencer, quickly. So your version of a surprise is a team getting ravaged with injuries in the NFL. So that's surprising to you that a team gets ravaged with injuries. Okay. Um, I would say my, my my surprise team of the NFL this year is actually the. Chicago Bears, a team that looked like they were dead dead in the water, you know. Okay, I like midway it. through, and now that they're playing for a chance to potentially go to the wild card. I think it's like kind of up and down, Jekyll and Hyde, like all or nothing. Start five and one, then yeah, you're right. you know, go um, five out to five and seven, and now they're eight Good and call. seven with a chance to. It's it's kind of Good surprising, call. just the whole the whole way it's the process. Good one, Vince. You coming back? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a weak division, but the Buffalo Bills, uh, I didn't see, you know, I saw Josh Allen as a gunslinger in Wyoming. I didn't see it till, you know, last couple of weeks. And he's like, you know, showing that not only can he run, he can, he can sling the rock. Uh, I thought it was, I thought the Buffalo Bills, you know, rely on their defense a lot because they do on paper, they're loaded defensively, but they are decimated with injuries in the beginning of the year. And, who you know? Who really carried them through those tough times is Allen and his weapons. Yeah. Uh, the offense is rolling. Yeah, I would say my biggest surprise team would be the Miami Dolphins. The way they were last year, to how fast they responded. I think Brian Flores has done an unbelievable job. Um, even that, even with a two quarterback system, you know they they were given everybody they were given the form away, and they've really responded. And they they got a nice team down there. How about you're going to top ten pick, right? What you're going to get a top ten pick. They are because of Houston. Yeah. How about the uh, Cleveland Browns? Well, well, uh, Spencer, you don't get to talk anymore. <laughs> you, had your t- you had your chance, no, no, and you no. took your well, next. Here we go. Here we go. Biggest table. Biggest okay. disappointing, most disappointing uh, team of the year. That's this is probably where Spencer should have gone with his original answer. But okay, Spencer, you go. I'm picking. I'm going to pick a team now. I'm got my, my most disappointing. <laughs> okay, then pick them. <laughs> David, biggest disappointment. Spencer, you stooge well. We'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to figure out. My, my, my biggest disappointment has to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I would agree with that. That's what I have down on paper. My biggest disappointment right I, here. Philadelphia Eagles. I, my, my opinion as a Giants fan coming into the season, you heard a lot of things that, you know, teams with less practice time, you know, you know veteran quarterback. How about, you know, how about the yeah. fact that they were the only one that was returning a head coach? You just—I am uh, trying to get my point out, Coach. But you know, we're, we're we're just in the middle of interrupting the the whole soliloquy of this. They returned their head coach. You know, great DC and Jim Schwartz. You know, just the best team on paper in the NFC East. You know, Dak goes down even, and they have still found a way to be in dead last right now. It's beyond belief. Vince, <laughs> your disappointing team. Uh. I feel like I say this every year, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, okay. um, they, Spencer, you all right? Yeah. I mean, the division's tough enough. you got Tom Brady and the Bucks. you got Drew Brees. you got maybe the two best – two of the top three best quarterbacks right now. Uh, you know, or two of the best five in the same division. Um, and then you lose eight games by a score. 
And I mean, Matt, I mean, Matt Ryan's can still sling the rock. They got wep. He has still has weapons. I'm not sure about the defense. So I, I don't know. I thought they were going to be better than they were than four and 11 right now. I thought they were, they could get with an eight and eight and nine and 17. Okay. Spencer, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. Who's your biggest disappointment? Well, it's tough. I actually have a lot of, of options, but I can only go with one choice. Yeah, so this isn't and, and the biggest. The choice I'll go with is the Minnesota Vikings. They have okay. Dalvin Cook, who's an exceptional running back. Their pick, Justin Jefferson, ended up being fantastic. You had Adam Phelan, who was kind of in and out of the lineup. But this defense has really been been a train wreck. And even Mike Zimmer saying this is the worst defense he's coached in 50 years or how many years. I mean, Mike Zimmer, he's just kind of lost a, kind of all respect. And okay. and I think that he's just – I think that Minnesota's in dire straits as a franchise right now. Okay, let's talk about biggest impact on a new team. I can throw some names out if you want, or you guys can just bring them to the table. David, why don't you start it off? You want to bring, I'll throw up some names like Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Andy Dalton, Tom Brady, or there's other names. You know, there's a million different guys that continue to add, you know. Um, Spencer, what, do you want to start off, or David, do you want to go? Spencer, you go. Yeah, I think it's no doubt about it. I think that this guy could be an MVP consideration. I think this guy is actually, if it weren't for Alex Smith, he'd be the runaway comeback player of the year. And that's Stephon Diggs. This guy was known as a diva, throwing a tantrum on the sidelines in Minnesota. People thought that this trade, that he'd go to Josh Allen, he'd be complaining about Josh Allen overthrowing him. Diggs is making the most impact right now in the league. He's almost, he's he's super valuable to Josh Allen and this Buffalo team. He, he's he's a top five receiver in the game. David. Um, the, the guy I would go with, but I'm, I'm going to let Coach have it because I, I know where Coach is going to go with his. Um, okay. I'm not they, sure where I'm going, but okay. Well, I, know, I know where you're going. I, I, I've, got, I've got it written down here on my piece of paper. So you've got um, the piece of paper that no one's ever seen. Um, my biggest impact on a team, I think it's um, Justin Herbert. And the reason I'll say that is because – he definitely ha- he has panned out as a great pick for the, the Chargers. And I think you going forward, you know you have something substantial. And I think it gives the 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 Los Angeles Chargers fans a lot to be excited about. It's just yeah, playoffs, no, but I think you definitely when you know you got it right, you have a rookie quarterback. I think going into this offseason, you're like, hey, we're maybe a defensive guy or two away from Hey, we could be the second best team in this division next year, possibly competing. Yeah. Sure. Good call. Spence. Yeah, I like I like that. Uh I like this question. I like the Herbert suggestion. Um, definitely. Uh yeah, I think Diggs is a second to this guy. I've always liked this guy. I think he uh, you know, every time he scores, he doesn't like, you know, have to dance around and do all the extra stuff. He doesn't uh when he gets a first down, hands the ball to the ref. Uh DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's just, you know, he got traded away, kind of a little bit out of the blue. Um, and he embraces Arizona. He embraces Kyler Murray. Um, he's got, you know, Larry Fitzgerald as a mentor in a sense. I think Hopkins is going to, you know, be a future Hall of Famer. I loved him at Clemson. I mean, first time I saw him play, returned to return one back to the house as a freshman. Uh, and I'm like, that guy's going to be in the NFL one day. And, you know, I just like the way he plays. He doesn't say much um, and he stays consistent. He doesn't say much except for um, 
uh, you know, practice. You talk about practice, and um, I think he's yeah. I think I don't know. All right, so Spencer went with, with Diggs, Vince went with uh, DeAndre, and David, you went with Justin Herbert. Okay, I will go with the uh, the guy that I think seals the deal, and I'm hoping he does it on uh, Sunday night. I'll say Andy Dalton. Is that coach, he? Coach, that, that's the guy. I didn't want to steal that thunder from you. I knew it was him. Well, you could also try to say Tom Brady. Let's be honest. No, 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 coach, coach, coach. I knew who you were picking. Okay, it's well, Big Ray. I, I, I texted him during the segment. He's big got Ray. Big he Ray. Really okay. I, I texted Spencer. Coach is picking Andy Dalton. Okay. I, I, hope, I hope Big Red pulls it out because I think he's worthy, that of, worthy of another starting quarterback spot next year. Um, yeah. All right. Andy all right. Who's been the most disappointing player this year? Uh, Vince, you want to take a shot? You seem like you're, you're ready. ready. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Gawkway. The D-end. Okay. He's also been traded twice. Yeah. <laughs> it drives me nuts. It really does. He has – he's young. He can play in the 3-4 defensive scheme. He can play in the 4-3. He can be an outside backer if he wants to. I okay. mean, side, strong side. So much talent. Uh, what's going on with him? I don't know. Uh, he should have, he should be a 15 sack guy uh, every year. Okay. He has so much potential, but I don't know what's going on with him. Spencer. going to go with, uh, there's a lot of great choices for this one. Um, we can certainly one. bring them up maybe after I'd prefer to, but it's, uh, it's Jimmy Garoppolo because now Got his it. future is completely in question. Yeah. He, he was injured. He was playing horribly and. He was a guy who made it to a Super Bowl, and and people said it was because of that running game, and he's giving validation to the critics. David, that's, a, that's an interesting pick, Spencer. I, I, I like that pick. Um, my biggest disappointment is Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I mean, I think I think just a guy who was picked in the first round last year, even though he didn't have a great rookie year, there's a lot of um, people such as Lewis Riddick. Um, Dominique Foxworth, Ryan Clark, who really were referring to him in, as in having a breakout year and before the year, and this he's just been a complete and utter disappointment. I think he's he made an embarrassment of himself and the franchise, and I think there's just a lot of disappointment on the field and off the field, and obviously that's the reason why he is no longer in the NFL today. Okay. Yeah. He took dollar bills. <laughs> I would go with Washington. I, I would go with Carson Wentz. I think mm. I think he's seeing ghosts. I think, you know, even though the offensive line is decimated, um, and Vince, you threw out a stat the other day that, you know, said the, over like the last couple of games, like, you know, Jalen Hurts has taken over for him. He's been sacked nine times compared to Wentz. But I think Wentz is broken. I really do. I think he needs to get out of Philadelphia. I need whether the Eagles eat the contract or find a, a suitor. I think he's got to go. I just don't think he's tough enough uh, to handle the city. So I would think my, my pick would be Carson Wentz. All right, David, let's time it's time for my one of my favorite segments. And I know it's always one of yours. Let's go full throttle or um pump the brakes as I papers are rattling there. Oh yeah, they're getting fired up. They're getting fired up. Okay. All right. So Spencer, this one's yep. for you. 
All right. With the win in Indianapolis, uh, with the win against Indianapolis, where they were down 24 to 7. The Pittsburgh Steelers deserve some damn respect as they head into the final week of the, of the regular season. I, I think that I think that they do. They're doing this with an aging quarterback. Um, you look at Mike Tomlin and this team, it's still an AFC North champion when people thought Baltimore would win the division. Um, I thought the Steelers were left for dead, and, and Tomlin and the Steelers absolutely deserve respect. I think they're going to win their playoff game. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think they deserve a lot of respect. David, this one's for you. Gardner Minshew of the Jacksonville Jaguars has a better no respect in any way, shape, or form. What? If it's Gardner Minshew, there's no respect in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> wow. He's terrible. You the guy who loved Minshew. I do love Minshew, but, you know, he's just terrible. You he don't think do he deserves it. another shot? I don't he know. only lost by 30, David. Okay, all right. He, I, I don't see who uh, – he's going to be a backup quarterback to Trevor Lawrence next year. That's what he yeah. is. Respect yep. Mike. Under contract, under favorable contract. What what shot? No one's trading for him. Okay. Vince, then this question goes to you. Carson Wentz currently has thrown more touchdowns with 16 amongst any other NFC East quarterback, starting quarterback. Does he deserve any respect moving forward? Um huh. uh, I want to say yes. I'm gonna say yes. I think. I, I don't. It's tough to say. Uh, I think you got to see how this plays out. I watched Tua you know, embrace Fitzpatrick, um, and that's a good teammate. I don't see Wentz fully embracing Hurt, and I get it. It's a pride thing. Um, uh, you know, just from personal anecdote, my senior year, my backup quarterback was pretty darn good, um, and I didn't let him. Couldn't beat you out. No, I'm a sophomore, but I didn't let him smell the field and practice. But, you know, when I graduated, he became the uh, all-time leading passer in my high school. So, you know, I think depending how this plays out, you got to show some respect for Wentz. Okay. All right, uh, David, let's jump into hot seat. All right. So hot seat. Adam Gaze wins again. He's 2-0 and in his last two games with the win against Cleveland. And and is going up against the New England Patriots. If he wins this week, is he off the hot seat? Um, no, he's not off the hot seat. They already announced that they're firing him. Did they? <laughs> Everything is like he's fired as soon as the game's ended. <laughs> All right, so Doug Marone, he's done. We're so going to agree. better than dead. But, hey, the, the guys are still playing for Adam Gase, man. I think, I think Adam Gase is um, not as much on the hot seat as – is it – is a a chance for him to get a job in the future if things go right? I think it's possible, but yeah. all <laughs> right, right now, no. Doug Marone's done. He's Doug done. Marone is deader than dead. Okay, Doug Peterson really starting to take questions in Philadelphia. If he loses on uh, Sunday, is he out? Spencer, no way. I think it's already been sourced that he's coming back. I have not seen that source. Um, Vince, is he out? I don't think he's out, but he's he's on the hot seat to start the year next year. I David? think he better get it right in four games. Uh, I, I think he'll still be back. Okay. Vic Fangio got a vote of confidence, even if against the loss. Uh, does that vote of confidence mean anything to you guys? It does. So, okay. 
All right, so he's back. David, you agree he's back? Yeah, because um, they said he's returning. It was on public confidence. They said he's, um, I don't know. Split ownership. Mike Zimmer loses and is eliminated from the playoffs. Spencer. Oof. This is going to be my surprise axe. <laughs> because. Uh, so Mike he's out. Zimmer, he's out. He's actually traded places with somebody that might be getting mentioned later on the list. David. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear it. David, do you have any idea what he's talking about? And do you I think he's out? Matt Nagy. Or or Mike Patricia or Patricia. Well, Patricia Patricia Patricia, I think they're actually gonna after they go through the coaching search, they're gonna bring him they're gonna hire him back. But um so, so, so do you think he's out? So obviously everyone thinks he's out in Minnesota. I I think Zimmer I think Zimmer's out. If he loses. I think he's out. Anthony Lynn's back, correct? That's, what I, that's my guy. Lynn. Lynn he's Sanity's gone. back. Oh, Lynn Sanity. Okay, so he's back. Okay. Matt Nagy has gotten off the hot seat and with the play and he's in, correct? That's what they said. Okay, now I'm gonna put a name out there. All right. And if he loses this week, is Cliff Kingsbury gonna be the surprise firing? David? Spencer. Um, I, I don't see Cliff Kingsbury getting fired right now. With the with the development of the way, the way Kyler took the steps from year one to two, I don't see it. All right, here's one more. Not, not at all. With an early with a first round loss in the playoffs, is Bruce Arians out? No. Uh, I th- I think he would be. You do. Definitely think he's out if they lose in the first round. Spencer to the, to the NFC East, you're saying. No, the NFC in the wild card round, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, I think it is going to be versus the East, but I still don't think that the Glazer family is going to to fire Arians. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Some names that are jumping up on the hot board for key replacements. Obviously, Jim Caldwell is already interviewed down in Houston, former uh, Detroit Lions coach. Uh, Urban Meyer making some waves. There's talk of him down in down in Jacksonville right now. Do you guys see him coming out of retirement again and doing doing? In the NFL, David Spencer, hello. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I wanted to let you know see who you're going to select. You uh, usually throw the question to somebody, so um, we're waiting. Um, I don't see Urban Meyer. I don't think it's really been heating up that much. I think maybe a few more articles that people like to throw. Urban Meyer won't be in the NFL, my opinion. No way, and and Jacksonville's not like a like a staple franchise. He just likes getting flirted with, and also with the stress of Urban Meyer, you know the fact that that after each loss, you know he has to drink beer and Ambien, and the the guy deals with a ton of anxiety. And the NFL game is just going to be ridiculous. And here's the thing about Urban Meyer: I don't know if his game plans are going to translate to to the league. So. Nah. All right, all right, great. Have, have, you, have, have you ever had beers in the Ambien with Urban? Too much anxiety. I think that should be a podcast, Beers in the Ambien with Spencer. That's what I think. <laughs> be an amazing, fun podcast. All right, all right. Uh, other other key names, obviously, you're going to hear Eric Bianami. He's going to get a shot, I think, this year as the NFL head coach. He's the offensive coordinator at Kansas City. Mike Kafka is getting mentioned. Yes. Um you know, there's there's some other key names, so it's gonna be interesting to follow that stuff. All right, David over B enemy, right? What? If hired Kafka over B enemy, the world would explode. Why would the world explode? 
<laughs> Don't go there. Just because, you know, they look at Kafka. He's not as qualified as Eric. Um, but, again, okay. I think Kafka could be very good. Northwestern guy. Like, yeah. You know, QB coach. Do you think Sarkeesian is going to get a shot at the NFL? Could be. There's another name. Mike. More college coaches are going to come on over. Big Davo's name seems to be floating out there. Uh, Campbell? Then, um, yeah, his name's mentioned too. Uh, the other guy, Brian, da uh, who's the who's the uh, Spencer? Who's the offensive coordinator? Brian Danoff. Uh, Dable. Uh, Dable. There's always guys from the pack uh, from the pack conference that always come over. David Shaw, possibly. Yeah, who knows? So it'll be interesting. All right, David, it's time to pump. Uh, we do. We're going to show some damn respect. We did that. We did the pump the brakes. Or which one did? We need respect. No, we Yo. did that. No, we did not. Get, okay, hold. I want my damn respect, too. Great. Okay. All right. So let's time to talk about this. Is Andy Dalton deserving uh, any respect if he leads the Cowboys to a playoff game and deserves another shot as a starting quarterback? Vince. Yeah. Uh, if he – I mean, if he gets to the playoffs, I'll think – you know, I, I don't know. I, I think Dallas doesn't have confidence in McCarthy, and I think the confidence is with Dalton. It's within, you know, and then Elliot's obviously, you know, riding his co I mean, not maybe not riding his coattails, but he's helping him out. I think it's going to be an amazing feat. I think that I don't know what to expect this week with the NFC East. I don't know what to expect with what NFC East team gets in the playoffs. So Andy Dolan, get some respect if he makes it in. David, do the Buffalo Bills deserve some damn respect for being a present and future team that, that could probably dominate the conference in the AFC East? Um, yeah, they could definitely dominate the division in the AFC East. Yes, uh, they okay. they deserve some damn respect. Spencer, are we not giving Bill Belichick enough respect with with what he had on the field this year, and for continuing to go out there and put a fight? I think that Belichick's actually in a lot of trouble. Um, I've said this in our text. I, I, I'm worried about him going into the new age NFL. I mean, him, him and McDermott, he's to come to the Buffalo Bills and, 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 to, uh, and to McDermott. He doesn't have a quarterback. He can't compete. It's looking scary right now, the Tom Brady and Bill Belichick narrative. And I'm worried for Bill in these next few years. Do you think that – do you think Bill should um, hire you to help him adjust to the new NFL? Yes. And I also think Bill Belichick <laughs> – yeah. And Bill Belichick is not good at drafting, right? He he's missed on Sony Michelle, Nikhil Harry. He's great at free agent gems. He should trade two first round picks to move up and get Trey Lance in this draft. He desperately needs it. All right, all right, David. We talked about doing like the top five plays that we thought were important. I'm just going to throw out some of these guys. What play stood out to you guys this year when you look back at the NFL the season, Vince? Uh, Dre Hopkins, that catch was amazing. I remember, I mean, I was just didn't even think of it. I thought it was just going to be, you know, incomplete pass, but, um, that really told me, you know, wow, this, you know, the Cardinals are here to stay. I think next year against Seattle and I think Hopkins, you know, is the, you know, that just like kind of, you know, brought some momentum to and spark to that franchise. David play of the year for you. Um, play, play of the year for me would be DK Metcalf running down the sidelines, stopping Tyron Matthew. It just, it just every 
everything every high school coach would love on film. Yeah. Just uh, unhuman play. Spencer, play of the year. Danny Dimes run against the Eagles. I think that's a good one, too. I, I think they're night. I think they're all pretty good. I think Lamar Jackson coming out of the locker room on Monday night against Cleveland. That's a good one. Yes. Um, oh, that's your play, Coach. That's my play? Everybody gets one. <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. The one. Oh, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get the pull Spencer here where I can't criticize Spencer for throwing something out there and then wanting the Cleveland Browns again. So I, I, got, I got to hold the same standard for everybody on the show. He's the host. All right. So let's get to, let's get the uh, pick six. Oh, God. Have a full throttle, actually. Already, it's been a longer show than normal, Spencer. So let's go to our pick six. Oh, nice. David and I clinched last week. Spencer, you'll be buying us dinner. We look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Vince went 0-6. Spencer, you went 2-4. and 4. David and I went 3-3. Three and three. All right. So let's jump into our pick six. I've also decided to throw in a couple extra tidbits with the college football season wrapping up. All right, so let's start off with the Cowboys versus Giants. David, who you got? Cowboys versus Giants. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Damn it. So did I. Okay. Spencer. Dallas Cowboys. Vince. Sorry, Dallas. Sorry. The Good news for the Giants. Arizona, Arizona Cardinals against the L.A. Rams. Vince, start off. Cards. LA's in dire straits. I don't know if McVay can get his magic back. Spencer. Card. Card. David. Card. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cardinals. All four there. Okay. Uh, uh, the Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills. Spencer, lead it off. I want all chalk here for everybody. Um, Buffalo. David. Buffalo. I, uh, Vince. Here, Chilak, what's the line for that game? Like three and a half, four. It's awesome again. Eh, Buffalo. I just – I'll go with Miami. Oh, <laughs> all right. The Raiders at Denver. Oh, God. I don't know who to – I don't want to pick this game. <laughs> I'm back for this one. David, you can fire first. No, 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 coach, 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 coach. You can't piggyback off of me this whole time here. You, you got, you got. I just, I just went the other way. I'm going with the Raiders. Okay, fine. David, Good. I would like to beat you actually because you have a two game lead. I know. I, I picked in front of you the first three. You're gonna pick in front of me the next three. Um, fine by me. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we're 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 gonna take the Raiders either way anyway. Fucker. The, the Raiders were gonna just pick out anyway for me. Spencer, Vince. Spencer, go, please. I definitely have Denver because the Raiders just choked it away. Drew Locke, big game into the offseason. Uh, I'm going to go Denver. Uh, I'm, I'm salty about what Gruden did last week to me. Green Bay at Chicago. Spencer. Let's have fun. Let's take the Chicago Bears. Vince. Green Bay. I have Green Bay. David. I'm going to take Green Bay. You have to. I mean, Coach, coach, it's on you to what's it called to go out there and on a limb. Don't look at me. It's on you. You're you're going you you're basically Spencer right now. 
That's yeah. why we have three extra things at the end. So here we go. There are no extra things at the end, Coach. Remember that. There are no extra things. It's a pick Washington six. at the Philadelphia Eagles. I will take the Philadelphia Eagles. David. That's who I was taking anyway. The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> such a card. No, no, no. But coach, coach, I'm, I'm letting you know. You can still take these other games. You can switch your picks. But I'm telling you right now, the Eagles would have been my pick. All right, then I may go back. You know what? Fine. You know what? I will definitely go back and switch with uh... – mm-hmm. Actually, you guys pick it up. Who do you guys have? Washington? Do you guys want to go? You me last week. Go ahead. We'd let you do everything last week. You All right, Eagles. We gave you so many different opportunities over the year. Over the year. The Jets. No, you wouldn't have Spencer, who's the pick? He's the uh, Eagles. Eagles. Uh, I, I, I want Washington. I want okay. to see Washington get in the playoffs. Okay. All right, Vince, uh, Vince Washington. Okay. All right. Well, then, you know what, David? You're going to allow me to make a, make a move. I will jump off the Eagle bandwagon and go Washington. There you go. And then uh, then, uh, then the other the other game that I would choose, because I have to go for the win, um, uh, I'll go Rogue, and I'll go with the Giants. There we go, baby. All right. So now just throwing this out there. This should be some fun. Has no no standings overall. Uh, the, you have the semifinals this week of the uh, the college football playoff. So we'll start off with uh, Vince. Who do you have? Cleveland. Uh, I'm sorry, Clemson or Ohio State. I, I think the better question is covering the spreads. I mean, yeah. Okay, and this one I don't know. I have the spreads in front of me. If you can pull them well, up, we'll just do score predictions. You score <laughs> predictions. Yeah. 19 and a half for the Notre Dame game, and it's some um, seven and a half for Clem- Clemson is favored over Ohio State. Okay. All right. All right. Go Sports ahead. Predictions. What, whatever. Okay. Pick the game. Spencer, who do you start? Who are you taking? You taking Clemson and uh, what's the points? Yes, I am. I'm taking Clemson 38, Ohio State 26. David, go ahead. Clemson, Clemson thirty-one, Ohio State fourteen. Okay, Vince. Clemson uh, forty, um, Ohio State uh, twenty. I will also go with Clemson. I will say, um, kind of in the same neighborhood with Spencer and David. Uh, I will go thirty-four, thirteen. Okay, the next game. Hey. Alabama against this weakling, this embarrassment, uh, this program that just you know they got in. They don't. They, I don't know if they deserve there. I would go with Coastal personally or Liberty, but uh, Notre Dame's in. So Vince, we'll start off with you. You know, ride it with your boys and pick the upset. Uh well, uh, no, um, ND is outmatched on everywhere. They got three starting alignment hurt. The, the way Notre Dame's going to stay in the game is to control the clock through their run game, which is pretty good. They do have. Um, a good variety of guys. I just don't see it happening for three quarters. I see it. I think they can do it in spurts. So I'm going to go Bama, uh, 48. The Irish, 15. Jesus. David. I'm I'm going to go Alabama, 42, nothing. Oh wow! Wow! Stacking them. That is. Not I don't like Notre Dame, so you gotta realize I'm just gonna go for the big. They're gonna score. 
Sure, they maybe forty-two to three. <laughs> you ain't get a touchdown. All right, Spencer. Yeah, I'm going. You know, I'm actually going to go forty-one for the for, for Alabama and uh, Notre Dame. Fourteen. So. That's probably 41, more realistic. 41, 41, 41, 41, 13. Okay, and I will also go Alabama, and I'll go 38-3. Uh, All right, one final tidbit. Okay, the Heisman Trophy, when will be announced? It, David, you and I had this discussion. It's weird because it'll say 2020, I'll say 2020 but it's being announced. Two Heisman Trophy winners in 2020. Maybe 2021. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so who do you got? The, the four finalists, correct me if I'm wrong, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, Trevor Lawrence and Adonta Smith. No, what, what I want to know, and this is something like I have not been able to find the literature on, is does is the semifinal game and then the whatever the Peach Bowl, whatever is going on tonight, could factor into the vote? I that. I I think hasn't the vote haven't hasn't everything been decided already? Didn't they have to mail the ballot in? I, I, mail the ballot. I, I I don't know, but it is being the vote is being cast after the I mean, the announcement is similar to championship okay. weekend. Okay, when's the ceremony going to take place on the Zoom call? I think it's Saturday, correct, David? Yeah. Is it this Saturday? Yeah. Imagine losing and then having to do a Zoom call. Okay, so so where are we going? Who's your Heisman pick, Spencer? Mm-hmm. Mac Jones. David. I'm going um, Smith, Devonta Smith. Vince. Smith. This is, I agree. He's legit, as they say. Smith? Smith is legit. It's going to be Mac or Smith. I think it's going to be Smith. Okay. Absolutely agree. All right, so one quick question for you. Do you think if Kelly gets embarrassed, he's a legitimate uh, NFL candidate or head coaching candidate? Who? Brian Kelly. No? He's not. He's there all day. He's there forever. All right, David, thoughts? Um, I think I think Brian Kelly could be looking to move to the NFL at some point, but you're so financially secure in your job at Notre Dame that he's not going anywhere. Spencer. No. I, all right. I think he'll make a good NFL coach either. Yeah. Boys, it has been a fun show, as always. I apologize for my uh, leading on in certain ways, uh, interrupting. But, uh, you know, I wish okay. you all a yeah, happy – We still love you, Coach. Happy and wonderful New Year. Vince, I'm excited. We're going to get back on the practice field. Monday! On Monday, January on 4th. Field. Yeah. We're going to get it going. On the now, practice field? Start on the field first. <laughs> They'll be outside warming up on the practice field, and then we'll bring them into the courts. On what date is that, Coach? January 4th. We got the okay. There you go, baby. Coach, Coach will be wearing pads, Vince. We have, <laughs> I wish. We have, no. the, we have the big pad, but I don't think we're allowed to use it. Right? I don't know if we're allowed to use it because, you know, COVID spreads everywhere. So. You, how, how do you use that big pad? Do you like, kind of just like bump your big men with it? No, we hit them. Okay. Vince, Vince goes all out. He really hits them. Uh, I mean, remember, I made Mason Wrestler bleed a couple years ago. No mercy. It's good that we're getting this all out. Mason's family has actually hired me, so we got you to admit that. Um, the Lord will be taking that from the tape. He was a tough kid. All right, boys, David, let's take us out. All right, guys. Um, if you're still listening to us, you can listen to us on Apple iTunes Store, Anchor, 
Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else that you might be able to get your podcasts listened to. Until next time, Changing of the Times.